Welcome to The Abundance Mentality, 20 minute snippets to improve your health, wealth, spirituality and relationships. I'm Zach. And I'm Maria. Cool, cool. So we have a interesting book choice for this one. It's called Shadows Beneath. This is an anthology of short stories by uh, Mary Robinette Kowal, Dan Wells, Howard Taylor, and Brandon Sanderson. So these are best-selling authors, um, amazing writers. Now, the reason I, I want to include this is because this anthology isn't just the fiction. The fiction is incredible and amazing, and if you're into um, fantasy and sci-fi or you're familiar with the authors, get it. It's great. But what this anthology does is they give you the, uh, the fiction, and then they break it down. So they, they talk about the writing process. And the, the process was they have a podcast together called Writing Excuses. They brainstormed it, talked about it. So you've got the transcripts of that and the link so you can listen to it. Then they write it. Then they talk about that writing process. So the transcripts are in the book. Yes. Okay. Um, and then they some of them have essays when they were talking about their writing process. And then you've got like um, uh, sort of takeaways from their, their writing groups. Um, and then you, you've got this sort of uh, final product where they show you the the specific writings and like the exact tweaks they make. It sounds fascinating. It's actually. amazing. It's very cool. Look, if you're in, if you're a writer of any description, I recommend it just for the writing goodness. Mm-hmm. And you should actually read the book. However, if you're not a writer, there's the takeaways, and hopefully, like you won't need to read the book unless you like the fiction. But there's there's a bunch of takeaways that you can apply to greater life from this book, okay. both. Um, basically, if you've got a creative um, project that you're working on, and by creativity, I don't just mean like I'm drawing art or I'm writing. That could be starting a business. That could be, you know, you know, redecorating a house. It could be, yeah. you know, learning how to dance. It's like mm-hmm. anything that remotely involves any sort of creativity. Which hopefully you do have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course, right? And like yeah. we're just assuming that. It's like it's a very spiritually good thing to have creativity yeah. in your life, right? And it might be a wealth thing as well. Like, it, it touches a lot of bases. Yeah. So, if you're into writing, read the book. You'll get a lot of practical writing experience. So, I'm going to talk about it from my perspective as a writer, but then we'll sort of consider it for all of those other for aspects others. as well. Yeah. So, the first thing I want to talk about, because the book really goes into this idea, you see their writing process. And mm-hmm. they're four different authors. They've got way different styles. But they're all friends as well. They're all friends. Yeah. They talk about it, right? They're, they've got a podcast. You know, it's an amazing podcast, the Writing Excuses podcast. Once again, if you're a writer, check it out. But the, one of the key things that I, I became aware of is, is they've all got their unique style mm-hmm. and they're experts. So, so in order to create art, and I'm sort of learning this myself, is like you have to work out how you work. Mm, that's you know, hard. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. So for me, like I know that I'm I like rituals, I like routines. I I want to know that I'm I'm I've got this time on this day to work. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're in the house, so I have to be like, "Hey Maria, like doors closed, leave me alone. Yeah. I'm working now." But it's not just that. It's like, well, what do I need to do beforehand to get myself writing? Like a little ritual to get you into it. Yeah, so for me it's like, okay, I need to meditate, I need to exercise, I need to have coffee, right? I need to have an idea in my mind, a self-belief that I can do this. That's great. There's a whole bunch of things, but their approach is different and yours will be too. Mm-hmm. Once again, you're, you're, you personally, Maria, like you're, you're getting into writing as well. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you're the primary caregiver of the kids. I go out of the house to work. So your, your approach to writing will be different. You might have to get it in snippets, right? Yes. I'm starting to realize I really have to look at small steps, small steps and be happy with the teeny weeny step I've done today. It's really hard because you get frustrated because you didn't get much done. But I have to remember that 
over the week I might have had seven little snippets if I try every day, then that might be a whole actual blog post at the end of the week. Exactly. And and that and it's about working out what works for you personality wise and life wise. Yeah. So there's a bit of that in there. And I suppose the takeaway for for, for everyone is like your approach will be unique to you. Mm. Consider all of the different options. Yeah. You know, like if if it worked for you, we could block out a time and be like, okay, like you were going to write in this time for this time, right? Yeah. And maybe when the kids are at school, you'll get that consistently. Yeah. It's yeah. worth, but it's working. It's worth considering the different approaches. Absolutely. But not just for the creativity stuff. I want to dig down on the feedback, mm-hmm. how yes. to improve it. So right now, as of recording, I'm writing um, a short story slash poetry collection called Kink. And this is a, you know, BDSM inspired, um, mm. sexuality sort of, sort of thing. It's, it's like basically, um, better written erotica. Yeah. But I like that you came from this approach of like sex health, like, um, the more we talk about it and, and the more open it is, the healthier it is as well. well that, that's my approach, approach to everything, to everything right? Yeah. Basically, like, I want to practice writing, um, good characters, good fiction and go, go deep down the, the fantasy path, right? Mm. But I also, for whatever reason, just I know that I have to just sort of lean into, once again, it's my creativity process. It's like, what does the muse say to me? Yeah. And this just came. Hmm. But part of the writing process isn't just the writing, it's the feedback. Part yes. of, you know, it's, it's like working out. It's like, well, is this working outside of my brain? Because it seems to make sense. But when I look back over it, it's not so good. So there's this idea of nurturing creativity or nurturing the, the sapling so to speak. Is that like the idea? Nurturing the idea, letting it have a chance to be able to grow big enough to defend itself. Yeah. So if I come to you with an idea of a fantasy world, and once again, like we could say like, hey, I'm going to redecorate the house. Or Mm. hey, I've got this cool business Mm. idea, right? If I throw a business idea to you and I'm like, hey, Maria, I want to invent, I want to, I want to put in a bunch of vending machines that Spit out protein shakes pre-made. Um, right? Can you make it canned coffee like Japan? <laughs> <laughs> right. The point is, is I throw that idea out to yeah. you, you could easily tear it to shreds. Shut it down. And people always complain that their parents did this Everyone when they does were it. young. Everyone does it, right. Yeah. So, so if you – what I've learned for myself is, is that if I have an idea, I can't express it to you because I use you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maria, as the primary uh, – feedback mechanism, at least initially, I will go wider and get a broader understanding. Yeah, but... Beta readers and that. Yeah. If I give it to you too quick, I know myself, the self-awareness that I'm quite... uh, I care what people think a lot. You're vulnerable in that space. I'm vulnerable in that space. I'm too empathetic. It's an issue with, like, past trauma, a whole variety of stuff. It's not just you, by the way. Everyone feels like that, but... Not everyone. Well, Some people don't do it. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Not Arnold Schwarzenegger, as I've learned. Well... The point is, is that it's like, I know that for me, yeah. right? So the reason I'm saying this is I, I, I shared a story with you. You had an emotional reaction to it mm-hmm. and that sort of uh, cut the legs out from some of the stuff that I was thinking I might do because right. then I'm now thinking about your reaction to it. I'm like, I'm worried about you and that's distracted me from my ability to write. And that's not healthy for that sapling. Not at all. Yeah. So now, now there's a risk that the rest of the saplings that could have come from, you know, I, but the mm. basic thing is, is I wrote a short story that Maria found a bit, a bit too extreme down the uh, <laughs> the BDSM part, down the sex health part, <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's okay, right? So, so what I've realised and what I recognise I should do is that I need to write all of the things for the book. I think I'm done. I need to go through the editing thing. But what mm-hmm. I should have done is is write them all and then give them to you all at once, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because 
seeing that emotional reaction has now caused me to lose a bit of internal momentum. Mm. Now, I might be able to get it back. I'm definitely going to do my best to try and all that stuff. And I will. Mm. But the point is, is there's a risk there. Yes. But then I also know that I need uh, cheerleading. Yes. Because it's like, oh, I just, like, when when you finish a, a creative project, like, so I'm writing short stories and poetry. It's like, oh, I just did this this amazing poem. You feel good and you just want to share it. It's like, oh, look at this thing I made. Yeah. But there's a risk of me now, and now I know that there's a risk of me causing an emotional reaction in you that you can't contain that causes things. And it's nothing to do with you. It's not your fault, but it can destroy the sapling yeah. that I'm trying to build here. Yeah. So now what, what long story short is, is, I've realized that I need you to be a cheerleader initially mm-hmm. until the the, the, the the saplings have grown strong enough to defend themselves. Yeah. And then I can give you to critique me. Yes. Then you can be like, okay, well, that was a bit too extreme down here. How can we tone it up and yeah. give me the actual nuts and bolts And critiques? even knowing that that's the process is so good. Do, yeah. Do these four people that wrote this book, do they do that for each other? Do they edit each other's um, stuff? In this context, they were, but they also have their own writing groups and they've sort of worked out ways to work with the people that they work with to get the best sort of feedback. So, I I work with you a lot, but we're still working out how to work best with Mm. each other. So, like, I think one of the things is is the difference between cheerleading and critiquing. Mm -hmm. So, if you you want a cheerleader in someone – a cheerleader basically is like says to you, "Great work, keep going, you're doing well." Yes, and that's li- validation, validation. Yeah, and how useful is that? So good, so good, <laughs> right? However, just a straight cheerleader is useless. Yes, because I could go off the deep end, and you highlighted in like we talked about the thing that got that emotional reaction, and we worked out the problem, mm-hmm. right? Which was going into the critiquing and ideas, and we, we had we have this back and forth, and like that story is going to be incredible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you had have just cheerleaded me, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be incredible. Yes, it would be well worthy of the emotional reaction that you had to it. Yes, and also I just want to say, like sometimes cheerleading can be dangerous in the sense that if you get into a space where you become like. I don't know, like getting the same yes, yes, yes all the time. It's an echo chamber. Yeah, and then you're not growing. Not growing. Anymore. Yeah. No. I I so so what I've learned here is this is like I'll think about an idea for a while mm-hmm. before I commit to it, or I might just do the idea because I just, just I believe give it a in, try, yeah. I believe in just starting. Yeah. And then now what I've realized is, and this is all just, you know, recognizing the to and fro and the response and what's happened. Learning how to nurture my own creativity. Oh, next time, next time this happens, rather than giving you something chapter by chapter or story by story, yeah, I will ask you repeatedly for cheerleading. Yes, tell me I'm good. Tell me to keep yes. going. Yes. Tell me that it's going to be. But it's amazing. good to know that's what you're looking for because then exactly. I know what to give you as I, well. I need cheerleading, yes. and yeah, it's like, and you know, based on my past, that I'm not producing terrible. No, crap absolutely, work. of course, and I believe in what you're making. Exactly, yeah. but. There comes a time where I have to be like, okay, here you go. Now, Here's now my I'm ready. Now prune my tree. Okay. It's a tree now. It's a little bonsai that's sticking out and there's bits here. You need. You, I need you to shape it. Yeah. Because then it goes into the second thing. And once again, the book, they talk about all their different ways to do it. I know. And I can, I suppose like the problem with this from a podcast perspective is I can give my, what I need. And the book can give what they need. 
but you'll have to consider what you need and it will be different to this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, once again, it's, it's, it's pure self-awareness. It's like, okay, I, I know that I will need a detached time from my own work so I can look at it a bit, a bit more objectively. Mm-hmm. And I know that I need you to gently tell me where we're wrong where I'm wrong, where I need to improve, where I need to change. I like that you gave me, like, a list of stuff to look for. Yes. And bring up. Because that was part of – that was part of it as well. It's was like, what do I even say about this mm. stuff? Um, so, 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 yeah. so I gave I gave Maria a thing, for, once again, from the fiction writing. It's like, well, do the characters seem real? Is is there, you know, is there um, issues with continuity? Do the ti- If there's times in the story, do the times seem legitimate? And, and also almost like – was there any parts in the story where you felt like something was off, even if you didn't know what it was? Was, yeah. there, was there like a feeling that was off? Because I probably would have ignored that originally. Mm. Like sometimes you're reading something, you feel a bit off, but you're like, oh, well, that's fine. And you just keep going. But why, you were like, why, no, 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 tell me that. Why do you what, – what are you feeling? Now, I, we recognize that, you know, you're not a fiction writer, right? No, I'm, I'm not an editor either. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm on, I want to try and teach you the best way to give me feedback. Yes. Based on – your abilities, your personality, and what I need to hear from you. Yes. And then um, we can tease it out. And we have to have an undertone of, like, like respect and, and, and I was just, believing I was, in you. I was just going to say that. Yeah. And, like, and this is the other thing. Like, I, it, it's one thing to ask for feedback, but then I have to sit there and take it. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? And that's the hard part. And this, and this is and – this, well, it's, it's hard if it's a sapling. Yes. And that, that was the problem. I gave it to you for feedback – too early. While I'm while it's growing, mm. like what well, too early. Whereas if it's like here's here's the thing, let's make this as best possible. I'm no yeah. longer so emotionally invested in it. Yeah, but then you've steeled yourself against it's, the the raw kind of hurt. It's of- not it's not me. It's past me then. Yeah, it's not current me who wrote it. It's yeah. past me. And that that guy, like, yeah, he's not as good as current me. I can't make it fix that guy's problems. Old guys, yeah. yeah. I really struggle with all this because um, I've, you know, I started writing a little bit lately again. I used to write and then I stopped for a while. Anyway, um, I'm almost like, I almost like never want to show anybody. You know, mm. I'm kind of down a different path to you. How you're saying like sometimes you're like, hey, everyone read this. I read something. I am I'm most certainly like that. I'm almost like the opposite. I'm always, I'm almost like I never want to tell anybody that I so, wrote anything. So you need more cheerleading then. Because yes, getting, getting which something, you do give me. 100%. Yeah. But, like, getting something out and published, as in put online, yeah. eyes on it, and I've that's le- what you need. I've learned that now. Like, I yeah. need to just push through that just, and just get, through get it, it out there. And, and I do get you to come and critique it, but I'm almost, like, too excited for you to critique it because I know it's shit, so I need you to, like, fix it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what you're saying with figure out what you need and ask yeah. for it. Yeah. E- exactly. Like... If 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 I was yeah with someone like you that struggles to struggles with that sort of self confidence, it's like mm. you need more cheerleading. Keep going, get it yeah. done. Like you know, and like like you need it. You need you need a bit of both. Yeah, you know, exactly. because obviously, like, and the other thing is, is is if you look at the critiquing and go like, yeah, I'm going to make it better. As in, like, you know, when if I give it to you, like, I feel like you give me that 10%. Okay. You know, like, I might get it to 90%, but that's as good as I can get without you looking on it. You know, beyond grammar, beyond spelling, beyond all that sort of stuff, you're just like, hang on, that doesn't quite make sense here. Yeah. And I can just add in, add in, add in, add in, add in. This book, Shadows Beneath, it 
it's interesting because they're masters at their craft and then they're masters because they're good at it, but it's not just the skill of writing. Like you look at their first drafts and they're pretty not, they're not bad. Mm. Like I wish I could write to their first draft yeah, yeah, level, exactly. but compared to what it ends up being, it's hogwash. Okay. You know, it's, it's like they've got seeds of brilliance in there mm-hmm. and then through the, the process of, their own internal process of creating art and through their own process of getting feedback that they've worked out, that they've refined. Yeah, Yeah. basically it's like work out a way to be able to hear feedback. Yeah, I really want to go more into that. So, like, I do do martial arts, right? Mm. I will ask my coach, like, what do I need to work on? Mm Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, okay, well, do this more or you're not moving enough. Or, like, if I don't hear what they're saying, I will stagnate. But then it's also, like, you don't want to be crushed by it either. True. So you have to trust the people around Mm. you. Now, I trust my jiu-jitsu coach. The main coach is literally, you know, was a world champion back in the day and has been a black belt like, as long as I've been alive, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So, like, the, the level of knowledge this person has is incredible. Yeah. So, I trust the the knowledge base. But I also have to steal myself because there's that bluntness of, yeah, you're not doing it right, mm. you know? And, and and don't give up if someone gives you the feedback. So, how do you get that skill of taking feedback? Well, this is it. This is the process. Yeah. So, I recognized with you, with this little thing that yeah. happened, with this short story writing kink, that... I did something wrong. I asked for feedback at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. I, I showed you the sapling as opposed to the, the bonsai that needs to be yeah. to be pruned. So it's about, I mean, like, there's, it's, it, there's a, like, we could talk for hours on that and we're going to run out of mm-hmm. time, but like, it's like you've got to like have that self belief, have the, have the, have the drive, have the motivation to keep going, all of that sort of stuff. So that if, when we do make a mistake, because like that was a mistake in terms of giving, giving me feedback, I made the mistake of showing it to you too early, right? When it was too emotionally invested, but now I know. Yeah. So so now now it's like I have to have the discipline now to not show you as I'm going. Yeah. And just say, hey, I need. I just finished this thing. Give me wait. some cheerleading. So what about in terms of applying it to life in general? Like not everyone's writing. Um, how do I learn to take feedback as a, like as a person? You know. Well, it's it's once again look at the overall thing. Like I'll apply it to jujitsu once again. If I if you lose, right, you tap out. You're basically yeah. saying, like, hey, if this was a real fight, you would have killed me. Yeah. So it's like, it's either you win or you learn. Mm. So let's say we're fighting and I make you and I tap you out. You can get all upset about that, but that's a little bit of feedback. Mm. And if you're on the mats and you go, hey, like, how'd you actually do that? Yeah. So I, I train all the time and sometimes there's people that, you know, are lower ranked than me mm. that I should be able to beat and they beat me. Mm. And I'm like, what'd you do there? Yeah. And then I'm like, cool. So then I know what they did. And now Next I. Next time. And they won't get me with it again. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, that, that, that lower rank guy beat me once. Yeah. Right? And if he beats, if he yeah. beats me again, I didn't learn that lesson enough, did I? Yeah. Right? I feel like there's almost a space for this in general interpersonal, like, life. Like, 100%. Like, if I say something and you're, like, hurt by it and I'm thinking, why the hell would you be hurt by it? I didn't say anything. But then, obviously, the feedback is that you were hurt by it. Yes. You know? The reality is, is that, like, you said something in a tone or the words yeah. or the context that and hurt. It's, it's almost hurtful. To me, to think that somebody would be hurt by something when I didn't mean to oh, hurt them. Oh, what a them, mess, right? You know? And how do you take that feedback on? 
you know, there's a space drop there. Your, as drop well. your ego, drop be a bit ego. humble. That's we right. are we are coming up on time, time. but it's, yeah, it's yeah. a very it's a very good point. It's just I think the idea, and once again, this book, the highlight is is the self awareness. Yeah, that whole process that you're describing mm. there, work that out for yourself. So in terms of in terms of like the, the take action is just consider your own personality for a mm-hmm. second. How thick is your skin? Mm-hmm. Do you need more of a um, critique or do you need more of a cheerleading or do you need critique at some stages and cheerleading mm-hmm. in other stages? Like I know myself knowing that seeing that look on your face and that, that feeling that like that had the risk of killing the project because mm. I'm, I'm quite uh, vulnerable to that space of emotionality. Mm-hmm. Other people wouldn't care. They would just yeah. be like, just tell it to me straight. I'm ready. Go. I'm ready. Yeah, and there can be groups. Like if you've got a, a project and you might need more of this, you can Google groups that oh, are of already course. set up. Well, for this. Friendship groups, some you know, just but, but but work out specifically what you need and mm. when. So take action. Consider if you need a a cheerleader or a critiquer. Mm-hmm. Or get those you, you, you will you look you will need both. Yeah. But when do you need them both? Yeah. Do you need you know ninety percent cheerleading all the time from everyone around you? Okay. Maybe. And you can ask for that as well. Ask. Yeah. Yeah, ask. The thing is, is you can't be both. I can't both cheerlead you and critique you. In the same moment. In the same moment. Yeah. I can cheerlead you, but then, you know, it's like when you cook. It's like, like this is great. Thank you. But do you want to hear the do actual you, do you want to hear, critique as well? Like it needs it needs a bit more cumin. Yeah. You know, like yeah. whatever, right? And it's like, like I want both, but I want you to be delicately doing both. Exactly. Yeah. But, it's, but it's once again, it's about working out yourself. What do you need? Yeah. And then telling the other person. Yeah. So it's like it's like if, if you serve me food and I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. That's not what I want to hear. But you do want the feedback. Yes. So you'd be like, cool, that's great. <laughs> but also like, great job that you cooked. Yeah. So so it's working about working out yourself. Yeah. So take take action. Consider do you need a critique or a cheerleader and in what quantities and when. Yeah. And just and then start just talking and telling people. And asking about it, people. Right? Yeah. Cool, cool. We'll get on to reading another book and you can take action. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.